With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Isles Buzz Podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. And this is the Isles Buzz Podcast. Alongside Dan Petru, my name is Noel Fogelman. We are part of the Lighthouse Hockey Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the channel. We have so many amazing, great shows, BT Isles, Islanders Anxiety, and of course, Isles Buzz. Watch Van Shouting every Friday night at 5.30 with the great Michael Barton. We'll have a great show this week. Dan, the Islanders, um, they opened up, I guess, the free agency period. Pretty quiet, uh, but the biggest move was trading one of their homegrown players. Yeah, moving Devontae's to Colorado for two second-round picks. Um, when he Apparently, when he filed for arbitration, that's when I, I guess what, what Lou said his name was he there was never shopping him but his name was brought up in the discussion and it was he's probably going to get between three and four million dollars and the Islanders just can't swing that right now with the cap situation they're in um so you trade him he's gonna be 27 next month let's not pretend like he's 22 look I like Devontae's um he didn't not have a good playoffs but I still think he's a he's a very good defenseman definitely a second pairing defenseman and they got two second round picks from Colorado uh, knowing that the uh, Islanders were in a cap crunch. Other players have been traded, and not that return has not gone through. I look at Nate Schmidt, got a third-round pick. He's every as bit as good as Devontae's, if not better. So with that being said, it was, uh, it was a, I think it was a good return. Uh, I hate to see him go, 
but you have Noah Dobson stepping in, who's 20 years old as opposed to 27. And I think he can fill in that role and eventually, you know, take more minutes than that. I really think the sky's the limit with Dobson. And now you think with the second round picks that they acquire, they can move one or both of those to move some more salary off this roster, whether that's Johnny Boychuk or whomever. It seems like Boychuk's the most likely candidate. And then they can sign their RFAs and see where else we have as well. Yeah, I mean, like every like – every, the two years Lou's been in charge of the honors, it's, it's been the same, you know, mandate. He wanted to resign his RFAs. He wants to resign his – you know, unrestricted free agents. Last yep. year, he did it all. He, he signed everyone besides Leonard, but he got Barlamov. This year, obviously, wanted to bring back the three guys. It was really difficult. But you, you look at it. Taze is the, probably the third best defenseman on the Islanders. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. if you do a combination between the eye test and the analytics, he was off the charts on the analytics. You know, yeah, but if you look at the eye test, it didn't always match the analytics. Right, exactly. That's why you need a good combination of, of the both. I, I, I agree. We're in the same boat where I think we favor the eye test a little more than analytics. I like the combination of the two, but you right. and usually they match up, but they didn't yeah. always match up with him. Right. I mean, he's, you know, extremely fast skater. He's you know, good in the power play. I hate, hate to see him go. I mean, this oh, is absolutely. He's and a good player. Part, right, and this is something that we don't. We're Islander fans aren't really used to, like having to trade. A, you know, a young player for cap space. Right. You know, I mean, we're, we're so used to like bringing in retired players like Tim Thomas just to get to the cap floor. This is yeah. something that we're not used to. And, but, you know, it's a shame. But the trade right now is incomplete until we see what Lou does with those two picks. If, yeah, they got to get Boychuk. Uh, they, they probably is the most likely candidate to be traded and they'll right. free up some money. Right. Letty's staying. Yeah. He is now. Yeah. He, he is staying. And, you know, because they don't – they have three – you know, right now they're kind of split with their right and left-handed defensemen. So – and they have Sebastian Ajo, which, you know, he signed to a two-year deal. They can slot him in. They also have Grant – I mean, they, they have pieces. It's not like they, they traded uh, T's and they don't have anybody to replenish, you know. They, 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 have, they have pieces. I mean, their defense is, 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 is pretty, pretty solid. That's why also they traded uh, Kyle Burrows. I don't think he was ever going to see a spot with the Islanders, but they traded him off the sounds like a roster to clear up some, you know, more spots for, you know, Bodie Wild, you know, and guys mm-hmm. like that, you know, you know, Van Sample, who also resigned, is, is going to be playing again this year. But, you know, Mike Hoffman's still available. Yes. I don't see him coming here. But a guy, you know, an interesting guy could be Anthony Duclair, which I think would be more in Lou's wheelhouse. It'll be a little cheaper than getting Mike Hoffman, I think. I think if they do this right, they can get both of them. It's going to be tough, to, and also to sign Barzal and and Pulak. Well, no, you'd have to move Boychuk, and then you have to move one other contract. I mean, in a in a perfect world, you you send those two number twos to somewhere, and mm-hmm. include Komarov and Boychuk. Right, right. Because I, I don't think Duclair is going to cost that much. No, because that would free up nine million dollars right there. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's not, and I'm not really good with math, but not, it's nine, they, I think they have just under nine, so it'd be $18 million right there. Right, right. You'd figure Barzell would probably cost anywhere from six to $8 million right now, mm-hmm. depending on the, the length of the, of the deal he's, you know, signed. Hey, let him sign the qualifying deal. That'd be great. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Oh, my God. That, that'd be amazing. His but agent would be fired. The yeah, league would fire totally. his agent. Yeah, uh, totally. But you figure eight, in between six to $8 million. Depending on the terms, right. 
I'd imagine Pulak would cost five to six million. Also, right. on the term, Duclair four. I don't think he's gonna get four. That's I think he's gonna get like two and a half. Even better. Yeah, Even better. And I think Hoffman's Hoffman. around five. Right. So the longer it goes, the cheaper Hoffman's gonna get. Exactly. So I mean, it's it'd be tight to get all four in a perfect world. You can get one of those guys because they still need obviously a sniper. Hoffman fills more of that role. Well, maybe you gotta move. Some, maybe you gotta move Everly. In a, I mean, you, you look at this cap mess, and you can you know, blame a lot of it on Garcinot because some of the contracts were terrible. Going back to when Boychuk was signed, we all wanted Boychuk here. We all were. No, because the contract wasn't bad. It was ne- the contract was necessary at the time. We right. all knew we would reach this point of the contract at some point, right. and that we're happened. here now. So that's the yeah. problem. Right. That happens with every long term, you know. Absolutely. Right. Except when you look at Andrew Ladd, it happened immediately rather than, you know, four or five. With years. all the injuries, right, right. Right. Exactly. But the way they structured these deals, they made them buyouts to be basically impossible. Right. You know, so it, which, 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 is, which is pretty un- unfortunate. But uh, they're still looking for, well, they, they were looking, I could say, for a third string goalie because uh, Christopher Gibson signed with uh, Syracuse Crunch, you know, part of the Stanley Cup champion, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And they brought in uh, an old friend, Corey uh, Schneider, which right. if he's going to be a third goalie and starting in AHL, that's a great move. It he's is. For depth, someone gets hurt, you can bring him up. Got to clear through waivers, so be it. Right. You know, and he, for the league minimum, that's totally fine. I, I know the Islanders wanted him originally when he got traded to Jersey back in 2013. Mm-hmm. But they weren't gonna, you know, they didn't have a like a boho or that type player to trade, you know, back then. You know, well, know. it was a pick, and they used the pick to take Bo Horvat. Well, I think it was Horvat is a pick, I believe. Yeah, it was the number. No, 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 no. It was the number seventh pick in the draft, which they used to take Bo Horvat. Right. The Islanders offered Nino Niederreiter in the fifteenth pick that year, and they they wanted Horvat. They said no, thank you. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that worked out for the Canucks. Yeah. And it worked out for the Islanders too. They they got Ryan Pulak and then and mm-hmm. Kyle Clutterbuck, and you know he worked out. And his line mate Matt Martin was still waiting to hear. And I imagine that that'll get done down the road, as well as um, Rassard. I don't see him coming back along with this goes. No, I think they need to improve the third line there, and I think they need to improve over Broussard. Yeah, that's where I think Duclair comes in. That's where I think maybe a Michael Grabner on the cheap comes in. Yeah, I mean you know Grabner is waiting, which is totally fine to see what's going to happen with the season, you know, how, when it's going to start, I guess, you know, location-wise, you know, for, for his family. So, the longer that goes, they can kind of just, you know, monitor him. But they, uh, they did sign a depth sign, uh, Austin Zernak. For, Very good minor league player. Yeah, he, he'll be fine because Bridgeport needs they, they need centers. They have one center in their organization in the AHL, really. Yeah, Travis St. Dennis, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, a guy that you could call up. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine, you know it's it's, it's a depth move. And then when they traded Kyle Burris, they brought back another AHL forward, AJ Greer. Also a good AHL forward. AHL, which is totally fine. Uh, right, forward. they need they need like four more forwards in Bridgeport. They There's no one there. Yeah, right, and we also don't know when that season is going to start. Right. And, you know, which I mean, I imagine it probably started a couple weeks before the NHL does. And if that's the case, you can see Ilya Sorokin start a season in AHL to get right. You know, which which would be totally cool. But, uh, you know, with Devontae, it's, it's pretty funny. He got married over the weekend. He did, yeah. Right, and two days later he gets traded. But, uh, you know, you're a Quinnipiac guy just like him. And it, it was a really good gesture on, on his part regarding uh, Sam Annis, right? Right, right, yeah. He, they made a donation. Sam Annis' mother uh, passed away. 
um, this year, I believe, recent, somewhat recently, and they were really good friends, so they dedicated uh, something for her at the wedding, and they made a donation to his, uh, his uh, we call his charity. Yeah, I believe, like, instead of, like, uh, giving out favors, they had, like, donation cards for each. Yeah. Right. That's, that's unbelievable. Great. Yeah. Yeah. My um, Levante story, uh, you know, my son, Zach, who was a big stick collector, he gets them, you know, pretty much every game he goes to in Bridgeport. He got a couple from the Islanders as well. Uh, after Taze was selected to the All-Star Game in the AHL, he won the fastest skater competition. I forgot what, what it was. It was, a, it was a really good speed. The next game, uh, Zach made a sign, and he's like, hey, Devon, how fast can you give me your stick? And, hey. he, and he wrote, the, you know, the number of how you know, fast it was, and Devon saw it, and, like, one of the social media guys from uh, Bridgeport saw it and was on the uh, Instagram page and, you know, stuff like that, and uh, Snapchat and whatever. So Devon, after the uh, warm-up, said, I'll give it to you after the game. And sure enough, he signed it and gave it to him after the game. And I remember that, that was one of the cancer nights. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so it ties into the, you know, the, the wedding and uh, breast cancer. So he had pink tape on his stick. Oh, cool. Yeah, and right now it's hanging up in uh, Tyler's room. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. you know, it's like, look, we're going to miss Devontae. He's a really good player. Yeah. It really, but it's just, this is what happens. When, it's yeah, it's, you have to make tough decisions when you have no cap space. Right, especially in a flat. And everybody's saying how, how great of a genius Joe Sackick is. And yes, he's playing really well with the hand that he has right now. But let's see how big of a, how great of a genius he is in the uh, next summer when he has to pay McCarr and uh, McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon still has, I think, two or three more years. He's still signed. He has two more years, so they can, they can renegotiate next summer. McCarr is going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, McCarr is going to want is going to be like probably an eight million dollar defenseman off his off his first contract. Right, because even though it was his first full season, he burned his ELs his first year in the playoffs. That's right. So That's like, right. And remember, everyone was killing Sack two years ago. So I know. Winning cures everything, which is to, you know totally fine. The, no, no, he's done a great job. But look, yeah. you know, every GM has these problems. Is what right. I'm saying. Yeah. So let's see what he has to do when he has to pay McCarr eight million and what's McKinnon going to get six? What whatever the max is, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. He, he should get what McDavid gets. I, I know it's probably crazy to say. No, no. He, has, he should get market value. McDavid signed a couple of years ago. That's not market value anymore. I, well, the way the cap We is. need to stop doing that. Like, these guys need to be paid more. You know, if you look at the other sports, they're paid like bench players in the NBA. Well, it's also a TV contract. I mean, the TV No, I get that. But, I mean, I, I, McKinnon's a 15 or $16 million player. He's the second best player in the league. I, I agree with you, but – And arguably, he's the best player in the league because he plays in the postseason. I also agree with you, but – the, the way the, you know, the TV contract structure in the NHL. I get that, but if I'm a kid and I'm not taking any discount, and I want $15 million. And He's going to be sitting out or, or he's going to go – I don't know. Who's going to pay him $15 million? If he hits the open market, someone will pay him $15 million. I, it all depends on the cap situation. and People will <laughs> – you make cap room for him. Well, when, you know, it all depends on when fans can get in the stands, when they can get revenue. Right, right. But we're talking also, two years from now. So. Contracts up, I think, after next year. That's right, and there's going to be a bump in that. You, you would hope so, because who knows? Well, if I'm the NHL, why wouldn't I negotiate with multiple networks? Like, you know, the NBA is on, different, is on TNT and ABC. Why don't you go with NBC and ESPN? You could definitely do that. I mean, you could also do – I mean, this is a conversation of the time, but you, NBC and TNT or, you know, or NBC and – No, I'm just, just saying, you know, oh, right, I mean, yeah. You can do multiple yeah. networks. You right. can sell it to multiple. Like baseballs on when the hip, they play, the first thing I do when the playoffs start is what freaking channels are these baseball games on? Yeah, I mean because the, the the whole wild card round was ridiculous when TBS and Turner and, and Hallmark. 
<laughs> the time the game was on ABC, let alone in the middle of the day. I know. That, that, was, that, was, that was weird. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, yeah. Was, wait, wait, the Islanders will be on free form. Yeah, in, in between, like, you know, was it, was that The Secret Life of American Teenager or whatever that show Yeah, was? right, right before some yeah. kind of, like, yeah, yeah right before, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of uh, marathon of uh, home improvement. Yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I agree. I mean, you, you look at, say, I don't know, DeMarcus Cousins in the NBA. Right. Would be the highest paid player in the NHL. Right. You know, and it's, well, that's just the money and the way it is. And, it's, you right. know, it's unfortunate these guys should be getting paid more. Yeah, I'm not taking any pay cuts from McKinnon. Yeah, that it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be tough to you know to negotiate. Well, he actually he grew into his contract, but he's making like six million dollars right now. That he should be making probably at least fifteen. You know what the funny thing is? His contract now is like the, the old Tavares contract. It was it's better. It's a, it was like the best value in the NHL. Right, it's better because McKinnon's more dominant. No, no offense to Tavares, he was very good under that contract, but McKinnon is arguably the best player in the league. Yeah, so I mean, they do. They'll they'll free up some space. They have Laniscog and Sod for one year, the next year, and they, that frees up almost eleven million dollars right there. And both yeah. of those guys will be attractive free agents. Yeah, but you're not going to pay them. No, you know, so the, they'll the, they should be able to pay McKinnon. He has three mm-hmm. more years after this one. So oh, there's three more years. Oh, they have time. Oh my yeah. God, that two, deal is so good. To negotiate, so it's fine. okay. So yeah, so Sackets, they have a window, so they have to win. Yeah, when McCarr is the one. Mm-hmm. He's going to get $8 million. Yeah, but you know what? Ian Cole comes off after this year. He's making four, four and a half, so. Welcome to the Avalanche Report. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the synergy here, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's okay. So, so back to the Islanders. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you hate to see Taze go. This is something like that's we're not used to being Islander fans, you know, saying goodbye to a young player, productive player. I mean, we've seen right. a lot of young players before, you know, Griffin Reinhardt. Need a rider, but stuff like, but you know, and people, I don't know, maybe they were comparing this deal to the Reinhardt deal, which you really can't do because it's no more. No, really in the league, no. you know, you got market value, you got two, you know, two twos, and to see what's going to happen with those moves. I mean, if if they end up keeping it and they don't do anything, then they lost a trade personally. Oh no, right, but that there's no way they can't. This can't be the only move. They can't. No. Because you can't afford to pay your RFAs without moving up more salary. Right. Exactly. Because then, then you'll see definitely you know, one of them hold out. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. But they're going to have to bring a forward in. There's no internal options here. They have to, they have to bring a forward in. No, and, and the, I'm not counting on Bellows. I'm not counting on Wallstrom. I'm not, I'm not enthralled with either of them right now. And, and it's funny you mentioned Bellows. Uh, the news came out last week that he very weird violated the substance or the, the performance enhancement slash substance abuse yeah so which one was it right we don't know and he was already reprimanded and had the punishment and then lou basically said just that's what the you know our response is what the what the ahl said so it's kind of interesting what happens and how is that swept under the rug though i don't know i mean because the whole COVID thing is everyone you know i mean if, if they were still playing you need some transparency there. I think I don't. I don't. I don't love that. Yeah, I mean, well, then this is a league where if someone you know breaks his arm, right? Confirmation, he's unfit to play. You don't confirmation what the injury is, right? So I mean, there's enough transparency. But if a player is facing disciplinary action, they have to report that. Well, I guess they did. You know, <laughs> secretly, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a double. It's it's the it, lack of transparency is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, well, it's the NHL. I mean, you don't. I know. Get, you don't get that. I mean, hey, in the bubble, they didn't have any, you know, 
beat writers or any national writers. So, which was ridiculous too. It was right. a lost opportunity. I, I I totally agree. I mean, the whole bubble, the whole experience was great. Everything was great. Right, but they tried uh, to control the narrative of their story. Right, exactly. I mean, the ratings weren't great, but no. Yeah, but you know what? I think a lot of people are real. Like, how many of those games are on at noon and two in the afternoon? Right, but even even like I, I know they were looking probably for a Vegas, you know, Colorado, at least Western Conference final. They right. didn't get that. And the East, I mean, Tampa's a great team, but they're not drawing ratings. No, they're not. You know, even if the Islanders made it, I don't think they were drawing ratings either. I know it's New York market, but I still don't think they were drawing. Probably not. So. Although the Raiders, I mean the Raiders, the Raiders, the Islanders Flyers game seven was like the highest rated game of the, of the, of the week call the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? I, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, but yeah, so we'll have to wait and see about, uh, you know, sign, signing players and whatnot. I mean, it could be tomorrow. It could be the next day. I know Boychuk has a limited no move, a couple teams on there. So I'd imagine one of the teams the Islanders are trying to move into is probably on that list. Possibly. Right. I mean, I know Ottawa still has a lot of space. Um, I don't know if they'd, if he'd accept the move there, who knows? I mean, honestly, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I, at this point, he might he might waive it. I, you know, guys have done that. If like uh, Hornquist, when he waived to go to Florida, he's like, they want me, I'll go there. It's fine. Yeah, it's, I mean, Boychuk's won a cup already. He's just gonna collect a check. Yeah, I mean, he's. I hate to see him. Really... I, think, I hate to say that because he's a competitor and he. Abs- I'm sure he absolutely wants to win, but at the same time, you know, it's like, hey, you want to go? Here's here's a cushy gig in Arizona. Right. I mean, it's. He's been a great Islander. He really has. I mean, he, he has been. Yeah. He changed, you know, the culture by him signing when everyone thought he doesn't want to be here. When he when that <laughs> yeah, yeah. the yeah. first day. Yeah, he was like, oh, he doesn't want to be here anymore. Well, did he say that? No, he didn't say oh, that. He'll never resign. That's the first thing. Oh, he'll never resign. Letty will never resign. Yeah. Right. And then you remember that uh, the tweet he had? He was seven years. Yes, yes, yes. And he's mm-hmm. a great Islander. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, injuries taking a toll, age taking a toll. But that was right. a necessary move. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, like I said, the, for, you knew what you were getting the last couple of years of this deal, and we're just at that point now. So this is what happens. Yeah. And, and you, look, you look at, you know, when you sign an unrestricted free agent, you're paying him from what he did. And when, when you pay uh, an, a restricted free agent, you're paying what they're going to do or sure. what they're going to do. Right. And right. that's what happens because I, I can't think of a recent unrestricted free agent contract that worked out. Like a big money one. I mean, it's it's hard to. I mean, Panarin obviously the first years worked out. Yeah, oh, Panarin. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, like all, all for the length of the contract, it's it's hard to think of one. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. I'm off the top of my head. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. You know, I mean, okay. We'll mention Tavares, who yeah, is they're ready to run him out of town though. Right. I mean, he, he was a leash. He had great numbers, but I mean, he was there to provide one thing: the cup. Or at least the second, yeah. at least the second round, and and they're ready to run him out of the, of the freaking, you know. And then we have cl- you know clowns up you know up north criticizing Lou for only getting two number twos for you know Taze. You right. Know, worry about your own team there. But right. I'm just I'm I'm trying to rack my brain here, trying to think of a, trying to think of a, of a free agent who really made a difference coming in for a long period of time. Oh, you know what? You know who is, you know, probably one of the best of. Yeah, I can think it's not recent, but Zdeno Chara. Oh yeah, right. I mean, totally. But, but I mean, I mean that, guy, that guy's played out six contracts, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, and he's going to end up signing another one. It'll be great. I know it's never going to happen. Let him finish his career with the Islanders. 
sign them that's for one. Okay. I, I know that's never going to happen. I, I know, I know. And, and yeah. they have their own you know, issues, too. but that, 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 that'd that be great. But all the injuries that Boston has, I mean, Pasternak's going to be out and, you know, Marchand has surgery. Yeah, not for – they're not going to miss many games, but no. if it's a condensed schedule, though, it might be important. Yeah, absolutely. Have to wait. If it's a 60-game schedule and they miss 12 games, that's a big deal. Right. And I know we I mentioned it earlier in the show, and I know you love talking about him, but uh, Josh Hosang. No. We, we have to. It's a hysterical story. I mean – When can we end this? It's, it's never going to end. I mean, the fact that they qualified him, which surprised me, and then the fact that he is going to arbitration or he filed. Yeah, that was hilarious, yes. And Lou was taking to arbitration. There's no way they're negotiating. This has to go to arbitration. Hey, no. How do you defend him in arbitration? No, and I, I, I hope they air this live on MSG+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, this would be amazing. I mean, because what is his defense? I don't know. You know, I mean – that he performed well in San Antonio when the Islanders loaned him to another organization. Did he though? He played all right. He played pretty well, but yeah. I, I, I don't get it. And whatever, because they're not going to accept the, the ruling. They're just going to let. Oh him no, walk. they'll walk away from it. Yeah, right. At, at this point, they'll let him walk. And there was talk that he was going to go to Europe anyway. I don't know whatever happened with that, but uh, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be funny. I hope they air that. It's going to be like. You know, Tommy Salo arbitration funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. I would love to just hear. I would love a just a transcript of that meeting. Yeah, I mean, like it's, I don't know his agent's name, but you'd say like you know, Mr. Agent, uh, your your client didn't play any games with the Honors last year. He barely played any games with the Sound Tigers, but he played a lot of games with San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, how do you justify your asking of, I don't know how, because obviously the numbers hasn't, haven't come out. What right. did you ask for? Which is going to be interesting. Yeah. It can't be that far apart. He was probably qualified off the, t- like what, 10% raise off his base salary. Right. So, so it's so 100,000 probably. So let's just say it's 850. That Yeah. Is he asking for a million? I mean, like, what is he asking? Right. Knowing, yeah. knowing Josh with his confidence, he's asking for five fives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he's also a budding musician, too. So, well, let's, let's just say for argument's sake, he's asking for 900,000, right? Yeah. And the Islanders, they ask for probably 750. Right. There's no way they're going to meet him. Who wouldn't give him an extra penny? Be like, shut the exactly. fuck up and right. just sign it. Yeah, even if Hosang, and we'll ship, we're gonna ship you to I don't know, we're gonna find it, we're gonna send you to Utica. Yeah, <laughs> even if he asked for one more dollar than the Islands are offering, Lou would yeah. not give it to him. I know, like he could be like, yeah, I want, I want seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and an Applebee's gift card, and Lou will be in hell. No, no we're walk, we're walking away. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Lou would go to Applebee's first, use the gift card, and then not even give him the expired one. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how bad it is. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Devontae's how much he gets in Colorado. I think it'll be between three and four. Yeah. I think around three, three and a half. Yeah. But they uh, – I know let's go back to Colorado for a second. They're having a nice young uh, defensive corp there with Gerard, uh, Makara, Taze, and Bowen Byron. But if you're, if you're Taze, do you just sign for one year? Because then you're UFA at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, because of his age, he could walk next year. I mean, because he's never had a huge contract. Do you sign for one or two years and then walk? Or put yourself in a position to walk? I don't know. I don't know. But that's something for the Colorado podcast to discuss. Yeah, exactly. 
You know what's yeah. interesting though? I, I bet they want to sign him for two years so they can expose him to the expansion draft. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, mm, there's got to be other defensemen they can expose. No, or this is not a Colorado Avalanche podcast. Who cares? We're going there, right? Because because McCarr would be you have to protect him. You have to protect McCarr. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gerard. You pre- you protect Gerard. Right. I mean, Eric Johnson. You could probably leave unprotected. You can leave him off. Right. No move. You might have no move. No move. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Ryan Graves probably want to do him. You can protect him, yep. Yeah, so then the forward. So you probably go 7-3. But, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Colorado Avalanche podcast. Yeah, yeah all downhill from here. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, and then we'll, 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 get, we'll get to the Islanders uh, expansion draft next week. <laughs> Every week we just pick a team out of the hat. We'll talk about them more than the Islanders. Yeah, I know, right? It will happen because there'll be just there'll something, you know. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about Thomas Grace's uh, expected save percentage in Detroit. Yeah, oh, you know what? Here's mention Thomas Grace, and uh, he's signed with Detroit, and you know, probably well, we've mentioned this before. Top five Islander goalie in, in 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 history. Yeah, he should be in the Islander Hall of Fame, not retired number, but Islander right. Hall of Fame. I, I, absolutely. I mean, the, when because the Islanders had a rotating you know carousel of backup goalies. You know, for like, <laughs> oh my God, and we could go through it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna you know mention too many of them, but Chad Johnson, Michael Neuvers, um, you know, when Nabokov started, then you had Glenn Anders Nielsen. Yeah, you had all these uh, who's the idiot? Oh, Miko Koskinen, Peter yeah. Menino, Nathan Lawson, Joey McDonald, Dwayne Rollison, Jan Denny, Jan Denny, Marty, uh, Martin, Marty Baron. Yeah, I mean, a lot. You know, Tim Thomas, who obviously didn't play, he was just here for the, the yeah. The cap space, but I mean, and Rice was supposed to be just another one of those guys. He really I know. Was. He brought him right. in, and the fact that he, besides Severus, carried him in that, that 2016 first round. We forgot J.F. Peruby. Oh, God, J.F. Peruby. Yeah, well, the reason why we didn't make a trade one year. Yeah, exactly. I, and, you know, right, and it's a shame that they couldn't, obviously, couldn't keep him, but whatever. I mean, you know, good luck in, in Detroit. He's going to need it, but he got a good contract, and we're all going to miss you yep. know, Bryce. Um, but I'm sure hopefully when they do come back, if we'll be fans in the stands, so they'll give him some uh, really nice tribute and uh, get, get a recognition that, that night. But I don't think there'll be a Kyle Bur- Burroughs one, but because <laughs> he's not playing good. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, Bridgeport missing out. He, I don't know, captain. I'll have the name of the captain, and he was a really good soldier down there, and a really good guy. Christopher Gibson, which is kind of funny because he was the last piece of the Michael Rabner trade when they right. took Rabner to Colorado. They got uh, Colorado. Love in mind. Uh, Toronto did like, got five guys in return. Carter Verhage was one of them, uh, and Gibson, really good soldier in there. And he actually won the game. The Islanders clinched the playoff spot. That's Washington right. In the twenty was it twenty fifteen? I believe right that that year. Or 2016? No, it was more recent. It was like um, 2016. I think it was. Yeah, it was 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which 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 was which was great. And he's you know all started in NHL. He was really good. I think he's definitely up there in all um, you know sound tire categories for, for goaltenders. But um, yeah, so hopefully next week there'll be some resolution of the cap situation, and we'll we'll see what happens there. And uh, Dan, where can they find you on uh, social media? Uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, yeah, I believe that's it. <laughs> Dan Dan Noodle seventy eight. I'm the first in all one nine. Uh, be sure to watch Fan Shouting on Friday with the great Michael Vartan. 
we'll have some alias questions for him and see if he can remember any of it. I have a feeling we'll remember more of it than he will, but <laughs> yeah, because we're losers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, check out all the other shows, and we'll see you uh, next week.